Hi, and welcome to Dating Funnies. Hope everyone's having a great week. Hopefully you're getting started on your holiday shopping. Hopefully all is going well there with your Cyber Mondays and your Black Fridays and all the extended sales. So, interesting, uh, this past week I've had a lot of texts and emails from people from Match, OkCupid, Tinder, Bumble. Kind of left me kind of bewildered with why all of a sudden am I getting all of this interest. Maybe it's because it's the holidays and people don't want to be alone. Yeah, I get that. But it is interesting, and I'm going to talk about this probably in another podcast, but I'm still perplexed that people put things on their profiles when it's not true. So I had one lady I'll actually chat about here today that said that she was from Seattle when she actually lived in Bainbridge Island. Now, for those of you that live in the Seattle area, yeah, it's a hop, skip, and a jump across the the sound, the pond, yet it's not that simple. I've had one lady reach out to me that her son lives in Seattle, but she lives in Beverly Hills. Okay, well that's a little bit of a commute, and as most of you might know now, I mean, I'm at an age now to, by the time I get to Beverly Hills, I might forget where I was going there. Then I had another lady reach out to me that says she's in Seattle, and uh, as well, all three of them said they're from Seattle. And she lives in an area called the San Juan Islands, which is like 100 miles away. So I was scratching my head. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm busy. i got a busy schedule. Yes, I'll make time for someone. But, oh my gosh, to be traveling, to try to meet someone once a week, twice a week. I like to be a lot simpler to where I call them up and say, hey, let's go see a movie. Let's go to happy hour. Let's go do this. And we can do it all within a half hour meet up. Not, hey, I'll see you in three hours or hey, I'll see you in two hours. So as most of my friends know, I'm kind of a risk taker. I, I do things just because why not? I don't want to be casted as someone that's fixed, although I am in a way, but fixed in terms of, of not being exploring new opportunities or see what it might bring. So I met this lady who lives on Bainbridge Island. I met for coffee a couple weeks ago. Seemed like a nice lady. She's in her mid-50s. And uh, she sent me an email a couple days later after we met. Told me how excited she was to see me, like to see me again. She uh, really thought that was something that she would really like to see again. So we agreed to meet again after I get back from my travels. And we met uh, in Seattle for a drink or two. And she, you know, it's an okay evening. It was a cold, chilly night. I didn't really bring the right jacket. And a lot of the discussions surfaced around her and her dating and uh, the challenges she was having with dating. And I was just kind of taking it in, trying to figure out is she interested in me or is she just interested in dating one guy after the next? You know, what, what's really going on here? One moment she's being, being flirtatious, but 90% of the time she is not. And then she says, well, look, you know, uh, let's get together again. Uh, you know, I could come your way or you could come my way. And I thought, well, I haven't been to Bainbridge Island in a long time. For those of you who don't live in Seattle, it's a ferry boat ride from downtown Seattle west. And it's a good 35, 40 minute ferry boat ride. And if you catch the traffic right, uh, you can, uh, you know, only have to wait in line a half hour before you catch this ferry boat ride for another half hour across the pond. And it's on a schedule. It starts in the morning, ends at late hours at night. I think the last ferry runs at 1.25 in the morning. And she convinces me to say, look, instead of driving on, why don't you go to the light rail station, park your car there, take the light rail downtown Seattle, and then walk on the ferry, it'll save you money, and then I'll just pick you up 
at the ferry uh, over in Bainbridge. And I thought, really, that seems like a whole lot of work. But what the heck, I'll try it. Why not? So I drive up to North Seattle to an area called the University of Washington District. After 30 minutes of looking for parking, I finally found some. They were having a big event that day. Then I got it in the light rail, took that into Seattle. Then I had to walk about three blocks down to the ferry area, and I had to walk over drunks. I had to walk over homeless people. I had people coming up asking me for money. I get down to the waterfront. It's busy that night. Lots of stuff going on. Go and buy me a latte and kind of walking around, just kind of sightseeing, looking at all the new tall buildings, listening to all the commotion going on and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to sit there and hang out here. I think I'll just go ahead and catch the ferry boat and go over to Bainbridge. So I did, which I got there about an hour before she was expecting me. And of course, I didn't have her her cell number because she has not given me her cell number. We've been doing all of her communication via the dating app, which is fine, but as I'm going over the thing okay what am i gonna run into here well you know what's this whole thing gonna be like i get there we finally get connected and she picks me up in her in her car and it's a dingy car it's dirty the inside's dirty the rear hatch is flapping up and down the back of the car cracked windshield still nice older lady and as we proceed to go to her place and we drove for about 20 minutes out in the middle of I don't know where. I couldn't find it again if I wanted to. And uh, as I'm going there, I'm oh my gosh, this is a, I don't know what I'm going to get myself into here. So we go back to her place. And she dressed as seductively as she wanted to dress in short shorts, knee-high stockings, and uh, kind of a, a nice sexy top, but nothing too sexy. And But yet all we did was sit down and we talked from about 7.30 to about 9, 9.30, then decided we'd watch a movie. We had some cocoa with amaretto. Then she decided, let's open up a bottle of wine. So we did that, but we had nothing to munch on. Didn't offer up anything to munch on, so it's a good thing I grabbed a heavy lunch before I left that day. So we set up and watched a couple of movies, and then she looks at the clock and says, oh my gosh, it's 12.45 a.m. I go, really? She goes, yeah, and I said, oh my gosh. She says, well, you can still catch a ferry. The last ferry leaves at 1.25 in the morning. So, yeah, what about my car and the light rail? She so, well, you can go down to Seattle, wait down there, and get an Uber or get a taxi or a Lyft. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not going downtown Seattle 2 in the morning. Bad stuff happens down there at 2 in the morning. She goes, well, I don't know what else we could do. And I said, well, why don't you just give me a couple of blankets and a pillow, and I'll sleep here on your couch. And I probably really needed, like, three blankets because she did not believe in keeping her place heated. She had a wood stove, but when the fire died out, she did not have the thermostat up in the house whatsoever. That home was ice cold. And I don't know about you folks, but, you know, whenever I stay at someone's house for the first time and I really don't know who they are, I have a hard time sleeping. It's just very tough because I don't know my environment. I don't know my way around the home. I don't know what could happen in the middle of the night that could startle me awake. So that made it challenging as it was just to, to sleep there. And But when I suggested the couch, she's like, or, you know, if you want, you could sleep with me in my bed. So I looked at her and said, okay, that works. So I thought, okay, I'll be the gentleman and I'll just make sure where my... The shirt I had on that night, I leave my socks on, I had boxer briefs on, and I climbed into bed, and she climbed into the bed, and then the next thing I know, she's got all of her clothes off, and she wants to get friendly, which totally took me by surprise, because all night long, she didn't sit next to me, 
We didn't get friendly. She didn't hug me. She didn't, wasn't flirtatious. We just watched this movie, and then we talked about the movie. So I was just totally shocked that she wanted to get uh, very intimate very quickly in the bedroom. Of course, who am I to deny them, right? So we got intimate that night. Got intimate again in the morning. Nice lady. It's just kind of a quirky lady. Then we ended up going into town, and we ended up, I ended up taking her to breakfast. Got on the ferry boat, got back to Seattle, walked three blocks through the same area of Pioneer Square, stepping over homeless people sleeping, people hit me up for cigarettes, hit me up for money, get the light rail, go back up to the University of Washington, get my car. And as I was driving home that morning, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep that night. So worried about this and that. And then I thought, this is too much work to be going over to Bainbridge Island. Even if it's twice a month, it's like, this is ridiculous. And I get, I could take my car. It costs four times as much to take a car. I'm fortunate enough that I can afford to pay it. But it takes so much time out of a schedule. And I don't really know what else to to do. I mean, it's interesting. If anyone's ever looked at the Seattle skyline... 40 years ago, the tallest building was the Space Needle. Now look at the Seattle skyline, and oh my gosh, high rises everywhere. The town has changed dramatically. But yet, Bainbridge Island hasn't changed in 40, 50 years. It's like a time warp. Quaint little town. It's fun. You see people walking out and about. It's kind of like looking at, you know, a city that was... 40, 50 years ago. It was kind of cute. It was fun. Meaning there wasn't, there's not much to do over there. So I can see where I may, you know, I, I may not want to go over there on a regular basis because I like to go to movies. I didn't see a movie theater there. I like to go play pool. I like to go do different things, go dancing. And I didn't see any of those venues anywhere. Uh, there are a couple of shopping centers for buying groceries and a Starbucks, but that's about it. So anyway, it wasn't a bad date. I was chatting with my son and his wife the other night, and she asked me, well, do I plan on seeing this lady again? I'm not sure. We'll have to see. Uh, And that itself bothers me because here I am trying to meet someone, date someone, find a real connection, but yet I'm finding myself being just like everybody else. For example, I'm meeting somebody on December 4th, which is a Wednesday night that I met that also lives on Bainbridge Island. We're meeting for a drink tonight in Seattle. So that ought to be interesting. Then I'm meeting the lady from the San Juan Islands tomorrow night in a town closer to me. I live in the east side, and she's going to come down to the east side. So I'm going to meet her for drinks. And then the following night, I'm meeting the lady that lives in Beverly Hills. She's up here visiting her son in Seattle. She'd put on her dating profile, too, that she was also from Seattle. So I'm here to go meet and explore these people, see what happens. Uh, But anyway, that's my story of an interesting date last week. I don't know what the next dates may or may not be the following weeks. Uh, I did hear back finally from one lady that I kind of hit it off several months ago and then she had to go back to the UK. Her dad wasn't feeling well and then she just dropped off the face of the planet. She texted me the other day and come to find out her dad had passed and we're planning on getting back together after the holidays because she's got a lot of other things on her plate which is all great but it still kind of leaves me in limbo and I'm tired of being in limbo. Anyway, I'm not going to continue to ramble on. That's my story for the week. I'd be interested to see how it all unfolds. I'd love to hear about your dating stories, what's working, what's not, 
what would you like me to podcast about? I want to thank all the current listeners and all the new listeners. You're making me very popular in all the podcast channels, so this is great. So I'll do my best to go out and meet and greet more people so I have more material for this podcast. Uh, I know I mentioned last time that I'd talk about a friend of mine who's having great success not being on the dating uh, websites, dating apps. Uh, I, I might talk about that next week, but I'll find something that we can chat about that might inspire you, might make you chuckle, might make you cry. I don't know. That said, it's Dating Funnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-S. No, it's not. Sorry about that. It's Dating Funnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Email me your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions. If nothing else, email me tell me you're a new fan. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great holiday season, and I look forward to chatting with you next week.